Hi, everyone, and welcome to Live Market Analysis Using Supply and Demand. You have myself, Simon Klein. Thanks a lot, David, for having me here. And what I'm going to share with you today is very, very important and has been the information on the knowledge that has changed many traders' lives and actually turned them into consistently profitable traders. Again, before we begin, just a quick disclaimer. You can read that. Just bear in mind everything I say here is for educational purposes only. And this is going to be our agenda. Now, we're going to go over why am I always wrong. We're going to look at the charts, go over professional chart reading. You won't find this in a book. We're going to go over the basics of supply and demand, and then we're going to dive into the live market, and we're going to go over trades that happen today, and then we'll open up to audience questions and answers, and I'll share with you how to, you can take the next steps. So what I want to do before I begin is say why this is so important and the reason why this is really important is because when I first started trading, the way I was taught to trade changed due to technology. And I'm going to share with you a little bit more about that soon. And I know this is, we're talking about technology here as well, but why this way of trading, you won't need to ever change. You can learn this once and it will never have to change. So here's a picture of me giving a presentation at the New York Traders Expo. And more recently, I was invited to speak in China at the Bogu Investment Forum. Here's a little bit about me. You can read that. Tradesmarts are trading education business, and we focus primarily on teaching you how to read the market professionally and how to run a successful trading business. And that includes how to develop your own trading strategy, uh, your own trading plan and strategies, which fit your personality and lifestyle. You see, I started my professional life at Credit Suisse in both London and New York. And let's begin. So, this is really why I'm sharing this with you. And because when I first started to learn to trade, I was on a floor and we were taught the specialist way of trading on the New York Stock Exchange. So I was a member of the Philadelphia Stock Exchange and I was trading primarily New York Stock Exchange stocks. And we were taught to spot what the specialist was doing by looking at the open book time in sales on the level two, and then looking at the prints going off on the time in sales, and then with that information, we could spot what the specialist was doing. And if we could spot what the specialist was doing, we just did the same as what the specialist was doing. So the specialist was buying, we'd be buying. If they were selling, we'd be selling. But the problem was when the New York Stock Exchange system went part computer, part human due to technology changes and advances, the system that we were taught to train to trade no longer worked. So it was back to the drawing board. And ultimately, the company I was working for, the trading floor I was working for, shut down. It no longer worked. So this is why it's so important to learn a way of trading that's timeless. So what I'm going to do before we jump into this, I want to show you some trades from this month. I'll show you from the beginning of the month. I'll show you from from today. And so you can see what is potentially possible. Now, again, these are trades according to my trading plan, but I have traders that trade different trading strategies based on the same underlying methodology of trading. So let me just show you a few trades from, this is from earlier on in the month, it should pop up here. And this is a picture of the entry of the trades. Now, once you learn trend, you can see this pushed up and this is a pullback and I'm entering here and I'm looking to trade counter trend on this time frame into this area. So this is a picture of the trade when I took the trades, you can see my entry stop and first target. And then you can see this is how the trade played out. So again, if you look back over here, this is what the chart looked like just after 8 a.m. Eastern time. And then you can see that's the entry here and you can see how it played out target one and target two over here. And you can see what happened next afterwards, the market came back down and then always take a picture of what happened next. So you see it came down and the next day we went even higher. Okay, that's one trade. Let me show you a few other trades to give you an idea of how this works. Here's another trade on the Euro Yen. Now I'm trading demand level down here. I'm gonna go into that. This is an upward trend on the monthly charts, a pullback to demand on multiple timeframes. And I'm counter trend on this time frame, and I'm looking for this to move to the upside. So I'm entering over here. I'm looking for a first target, the next level up here, and second target up to this level. And let's see what happened. So it's my entry, stop was there, and here we go. There's the first. So you see it, it didn't go straight there, but I got out first target over here, exit half, and then look at this target. This one went all the way up to this area, to the next area. And this is what happened next. It went even more. So this is why I take a picture afterwards. It went even more. Okay, so let me show you a few other examples. And I think this is the four. Um, you can see the date of them over here. This was on the 4th of Jan. And 
This was from yesterday, okay, the 24th of January. So here I'm looking at the pound, okay? I'm looking at the pound here and hitting a supply area over here. And I'm expecting this to turn and come down and first target here and second target down here. And this is how that trade played out. So basically I got out the first target and I thought this was going to bounce over here. So I didn't stay in any longer on this one. But ultimately what happened is it went down more. It went down a little bit more, but it was still a good trade. Okay. And this is nice move. Now, and a trade from today, this is today's trade. This is uh, during kind of the London session. I'm looking to trade the pullback on the Aussie dollar to the downside. I know it's a pullback, it's a bullish market. So I'm looking just for a small move to the downside, uh, two targets and entry here. And this took quite a long time, but it got to the first target over here. And then I saw that it was going to bounce and go up from this area. So basically, once I saw this is it, it's not going further down from here, I exited the second half of the trade. So this is just to give you an example of the levels. You can see the levels where I'm getting in and where I'm getting out, where I'm putting targets exactly ahead of time all mapped out. Okay. So just wanted to show you a few examples of real trades that I've taken this month. Yeah. And, uh, and today, so you can see how this works. Now, there's just a few examples. So basically what most people are doing when they're trading, and this was me at the beginning, is you may be have taught about maybe taught about, you know, the markets in an uptrend, for example, just turn this on. And then you may spot an uptrend using maybe moving averages, which isn't the best way to do it, in my opinion. And we just use the candlesticks and more about that later. So the market's moving to the upside and you decide I'm going to take my first trade over here. And the market goes a little bit in your favor. And all of a sudden, the market turns to the downside and you don't have a stop in place because you think every trade's going to work because you're right at the beginning and you like, looks very easy. So you get out of your first trade at a loss. Maybe you lost $500, $1,000, $100, whatever it is, you're down. So what happens now as you're a beginning trader, or maybe if you're not yet at consistent profitability, you're probably quite a little bit frustrated about it. So you say, oh, I've got the direction wrong. It must be going down. So you pull the trigger again and you say, I'm going to make that money back. And then you go short. And then what happens, the market goes a bit in your favor and you make a bit of the money back. And all of a sudden the market turns to the upside again. And now you lose double what you lost last time. So maybe you lost a thousand or two thousand to two hundred, whatever it is. So then you take your third trade and you try, I want to get that money back. I can't give up my day job. This is not for me. And you're feeling all down and out, which you know, many beginning traders feel. And you start to doubt yourself, maybe doubt your education. And maybe you don't even have an education. Or you thought that YouTube kind of videos were good enough. And whatever it is, you take your third trade and all of a sudden this turns to the downside again, taking a loss over here. Now you decide, okay, I learned a bit about support and resistance. Well, I'm buying up here. Maybe I should be, you know, and, it, and it's not working, it's going down. And I'm selling down here and it's going up. Maybe I should be selling up here and buying back here. So you take your fourth trade, the market comes up and you say, I'm going to get it. I'm going to nail, I've got this nailed, this, I'm going to sell over here. So you're expecting now the market to go down. And what happens? The market continues going to the upside and you take your fourth losing trade. You throw your arms in the air. You just wipe your account out and you say, I have no idea. Whatever I do, I'm on the wrong side of them. Now, when I was on the trading floor and when I first started trading, um, there were other professional traders there. And I was just a newbie just beginning. And whenever I called out a stock, those two, there were two traders on the floor that were up anywhere between two to 10 to more thousand dollars in the first half an hour of the open of the stock exchange every day, like consistently like clockwork. So when I, you know, when I called out a trade, if I said long, you know, IBM or they would automatically short it. So I was the counter indicator because as you know, most newbie traders are on the wrong side of the market. So if they were to do the exact opposite of what I was doing, then they'd probably be making money. And that's exactly what happened at the beginning. I was always on the wrong side of the market until I kind of figured it out. So you learn quickly from your mistakes. And again, that's why you also need to have a system in place in order to learn from your mistakes, no matter where technology goes. If you're a discretionary trader and you're taking, you know, you're taking trades, you need to have a way of tracking what you're doing so you know what's working. And what. So what you need to learn about are levels in the market. We call supply and demand levels where the market turns. And you need to understand also on a deeper level, for example, if the market turns here, it turned here to the downside until it, why didn't it turn here? So these were questions I asked myself many years ago. Whenever the market did something, I asked the question, why? Not why in terms of fundamentals, because that doesn't really help. 
because when I traded fundamentals and technicals together, sometimes the fundamentals were good and the market just went down. Sometimes the fundamentals were bad and the market went up. And likewise, you know, sometimes they were good and the market went up and sometimes they were bad and the market went down. And I couldn't kind of figure out which way the market was going to go based on those fundamentals. So I decided at one point, let's scrap the fundamentals and just focus on what's happening in the market and understand why in terms of price action, in terms of supply and demand, in terms of the orders in the market without understanding what's causing those orders to build up in the market. Just where are they? Can I spot them? And if I can spot them, how do I understand when those levels are going to hold or when they're going to break? That's key to understanding how to trade the market. I'm going to show you some examples from today. And again, I'm going to reiterate and to emphasize, no matter what happens with technology, this methodology will always work. And I'm going to share with you why shortly. So this is what you need to learn. Professional chart reading, okay? These are what I found to be the most kind of the best ways of understanding how to read price action, as in just price on the candlestick charts, without the need for anything else. And within this, understand everything that the market is doing. For example, and like if you if you want to take the analogy of driving a car, is understanding all different road conditions and understand how to handle your car, which could be the strategy you want to understand what road conditions you're driving in, putting, you know, having the wrong driving driving conditions or driving the wrong way in in, in the conditions that are not fitting or suitable for that way of driving is not going to be conducive to driving safely. For example, you don't want to be going super fast in snowy, icy conditions, for example, or in foggy conditions, you also don't. But when the market, when the market, when the, when the road conditions are clear, you don't want to be driving very slow. Someone might go into the back of you on the highway or motorway. So again, you need to adjust the way you trade to market conditions. And how do you read those market conditions? Well, you need three things. Pivot analysis is understanding the trend. Okay, I'm going to share with you how you can actually do that training towards the end. Supply and demand analysis is understanding where those levels are and understanding those levels in a very deep way, understanding when price is likely going to bounce off that level or when is it going to break through it. And price direction will tell you what direction is price moving in. It's a bit like if you understand a lift. Yeah, if you're in a hotel and you order the lift to your floor and you want to go down to the lobby, you're on the 10th floor, you're going to go down. If the arrow is pointing up, that means it's going up. You don't get in, do you? If the arrow is pointing down and the, the lift comes to your floor, then you get in, you know the direction's down. So when you're entering into the market on the buy side, isn't it a good idea to make sure the direction is up? Isn't it a good idea to make sure if you're on the sell side, the direction is down? Wouldn't it be a good idea if you're on the buy side and the market's moving up and the direction changes to down in an area of supply? In the market, wouldn't that be a good time to maybe take profit or get out or expect a pullback? Whereby, if you're looking for a bigger move, you may want to add on the pullback. So, there's many different ways that you can use this, but this gives you a a, a, a really um, a really clear reading of the market. No indicators needed, and if we do this on multiple timeframes, it makes it even more powerful. And this is, if you read down here, this is what I believe: the charts will teach you all you need to know. Once you have a framework for reading them, again, you no longer need anyone else. Imagine if you learned to read, yeah, and then you had to, you know, have a guru help you read every single book. No, you learn to read and then you master the rest of it yourself. You learn the basics and then you continue reading the rest of your life. You can get better and better the more you read, you get faster, you can learn to speed read. Again, you can do that by yourself once you have the basics down. But if you don't have the basics, trying to, you know, someone's going to teach you how to read one story, well, that doesn't mean you can read everything. Or if you want to understand the analogy with music, if you learn to play one tune or on the piano, it doesn't mean you can play piano or even read music for that matter. So wouldn't a better way be to learn how to read music, the fundamentals of music, learn how to play the piano, and then you can play whatever you want depending on what mood you're in, for example, so or depending on what mood your audience is in, or depending on what you've been asked to do, for example. So it's the same with the market. Most people are learning strategies, but they're not learning the fundamentals or the foundations on which those strategies are based. The strategies may work, but if they're not applied in the correct circumstances, then you're not going to get the results that you want. So isn't it a good idea to go back to basics and just learn what you need and then continue learning by yourself. No gurus need it. Yeah, you don't need anyone. Once you've got the basics down, you'll continue to learn by yourself and be independent as a trader, which is what you really need. So let's go back to basics. And as I said before, the reason why this 
methodology came about is because I was disrupted by technology trading New York Stock Exchange stocks um, quite a number of years, probably about a decade and a half, maybe more, about 17 years ago. Yeah, technology disrupted the way I traded and all that effort and times so quickly and changes are happening. Industries are being disrupted. Businesses are going out of business because they can't keep up with the technology or new technology comes. But if you learn this methodology, I don't believe that will ever happen to you because this is technology proof, technology proof. And this is why I came up with this methodology. There's nothing new in it. Everyone, you know, it's just put together in a way that's super powerful. Remember, if you take a, a stool with one leg, it's going to be a bit wobbly too, a bit more, a bit wobbly, but put three, it's solid. This is a three-prong approach to analyzing the market and doing it on multiple timeframes makes it even better, gives you a bird's eye view. So this is why I believe this will never be disrupted by technology. This methodology will never be disrupted by technology because it's based on the way all markets move. And it's been the same since the beginning of time and probably will be end of time. So back to basics. These are two candlesticks that everyone knows, hammer and a shooting star. Now, let me ask you this question and you can type in the chat area. Or if you're watching at home, write it down. If you're watching the replay, this is a shooting star. Now, is this candlestick bullish or bearish? You want to type it? Everyone participate. If you're here live, just type it in the chat area and I can put your typing. Is this bullish or bearish? Now I asked this question. Let's go on to over here for an example. Is this, most people think bearish, yeah? Bearish bar. We have a number of hourly bars on the dollar Swiss to the upside. One, two, three, four, five. Sixth bar, we get a bar like, yeah. So, okay. So most people think when you see this, this is a bearish bar. After a move up in price, you get a bar like that. Market's probably going down. So let's see what happened. Market continues to move up. And the question is, is this really a bearish bar? Maybe it's a bullish bar. But what happens is when most people see this, most people think it's going down, including me at the beginning. But this is exactly what happened. And when we had this in our trading, when we said this is a buy, these are our targets. You see what happened when it hit this supply area, the market came down and then moved up to the next level. You see these are levels that are marked out. Now, Let's go over our methodology for reading the market and explain, including, you know, from the three-prong approach, why this is bullish and not bearish. So in, from a trend perspective, here's a higher low, there's a higher high. So we're moving in an upward trend perspective. So trend up, okay? So that's one point to the upside. Now, from a supply and demand perspective, this was a supply area and this market this bar over here, just above the supply area, it means there's no more supply here. The next supply level's here. Once you know where, how to identify those. So we're above supply in an upward moving market. So we're going to go to the next supply area. So that's bullish. We just took out this level. So those of you who said bullish, you're correct. Now, from a third perspective, price direction is up from this close of this bar and it's still up over here. So direction is up. So let's put everything together. From a supply demand perspective, we're above supply. We just took out the supply level and we've got when we're, we've, we're not at supply. We're above supply, which now becomes demand beneath us. And we've got room to move to the upside. From a pivot perspective, we're moving in an upward upward pivots, higher highs, higher low, okay? There's some higher highs in there. And from a price direction perspective, we're moving to the upside. So there's no reason at all, all three things, all three approaches to reading the market say going higher. Now, we haven't talked about multiple timeframe analysis. The only reason that this may go down in the circumstances we're hitting a higher level supply area, for example, and maybe we're in an uptrend on a, a downtrend on a larger timeframe. So we need to put it together in context, but just putting that all together would give you the right understanding of what the market's doing so you can be on the right side of the market. So you wouldn't be selling here, you'd be buying, okay? And again, you know, how many of you have been on the wrong side of the market and not known why? So that's the important to understand which way the market's going to have a bias and be able to understand what made up that bias and what may change that bias as the market plays out. Okay, like for example, on the Aussie dollar trade I showed you earlier, I was trading counter trend. Okay, but that was that's what what the market was doing at that point in time when I was trading. So I took the trade, but I didn't outstay my welcome on that trade, and it's probably going to go higher. Okay, we can look at the live market. So let's go over supply and demand. What is supply and demand? Very simple. And again, this is timeless, as we're going to say again and again. Price moves higher when there's more demand than supply. And again, I didn't make this up. It's part and parcel of how the world is. The laws that are that work 
And when there's more supply than demand in any market, not just the financial market, it could be the property market, it could be any market, doesn't make any, doesn't make any difference. Price will always drop. And in equilibrium, when prices are moving sideways, that's where supply and demand are imbalanced. So if we go back to the question, what moves market? Well, the answer to that question is supply and demand. Okay. What causes supply and demand imbalance? Some people say it's the news. Some people say, I mean, the news usually reports what's happened in the market after it's happened and they pin a reason on it, whatever's happening in the world at that time would be the reason. So, you know, if there's some war going on, then that's the reason. If there's some uh, oil spillage, then that's the reason. Uh, whatever it may be, inflation, deflation, but whatever moves the market, it doesn't matter what the cause is. It matters the supply-demand equation. What causes those supply-demand supply imbalances does not matter when you're looking at the charts. And this is the key point of this. And this is, you know, we're talking about technology here. This will never change. Okay. Supply and demand has been around since the beginning of time and it'll be around till the end of time. So if you base your way of trading on supply and demand, then you'll never have to change as technology changes because this will never change no matter what happens. To so your job now is to identify supply and demand on the chart. Now people may say, okay, you know, there's, there's lots of algorithms. Great. Algorithms are predictable and it doesn't matter what's moving the market, what's buying, whether it's human beings or algorithms or whatever, if you can identify where those algorithms are buying and selling, whether they're, you know, algorithms or human beings, it makes no difference. You can see where they are on the chart. You can map out the chart. So your job is to identify in the market. So what does it look like? How do you do? So you look at the market. And again, this is keeping it very simple. Markets coming down and then you see a big move to the upside. This marks out what we call a demand zone. And likewise, when you see a drop in price from a certain level, it's supply. Now, you have to distinguish between significant demand and supply levels and just supply and demand. Again, the significant levels are the ones that I usually trade against because they're the ones that if you have a move up and you took out the sell side, then you've kind of changed the balance of the supply demand equation. You've taken some people out. Yeah. The sell side are now kind of thinking maybe we're on the wrong side. And if they have to cover their shorts, for example, then they're going to buy and that's going to add to the buy side. And sometimes when you take out levels in the market, you get quite big moves in that direction. So your job as a trader, once you do this, I'm going to reveal to you how to do this, is to identify high probability turning points in the market. I'm going to show you on the live charts now. So there's one caveat here. It, it's not, you're not going to be able to do this kind of overnight, but if you take the concepts and you start to apply them in your own trading, then you'll see how this works. And again, this is what I've done over many, many years through trial and error of trying to understand and ask the question, why? If price broke this level, why? If price turned at this level, why? If price went straight through this level and never did anything and I had a level, why did it do that? Why, 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 why? Until I understood. Now, doing that for almost two decades, you kind of understand. <laughs> you get an understanding of what's happening in the market ahead of time. Now, for those of you who want to take the next stage and come and join a live trading room for a month at no cost. Take our first training, how to read the trend. I'm going to share with you how you can do that so you'll understand what's going on in the live trading room and see this in action every single day in the market. You know, we talk about the trades before they set up today. You can even go after you finish this session. If you want to sign up, I'll share with you how to do that towards the end. Then you can actually watch the recording of today's live trading room and you'll see me talking about the trading opportunities that I'm going to share with you now that happened before they happen so that you're prepared ahead of time so that you can take trades as and when they set up. So who's ready to jump into the live charts? And we're going to go exactly into let's jump in. Okay. And if we have a look at the dollar, this is the dollar index and I'm looking at multiple timeframes. This is from the monthly chart to the four hour chart going down monthly, four hour, one hour, 15 and five. Now, the reason I have all these charts on is because I used to have different setups for different types of trading and what I decided was to just have everything that I need in one look, one screen, so I could make decisions. So I take swing trades and day trades sometimes on the same day uh, for different, you know, different reasons. So I need to be able to see everything. So I focus in on different charts to show me that. Now you can see over here on the if we go on the monthly chart, there's a pivot over here. Now we took out that pivot, it means this 
market is bearish. Okay. Now you can see what happened here. We bounced up. Look at what happened at this level. We bounced up and it came knocked down. Now, one thing I can say, this hasn't happened yet, but if this level is taken out, the market's likely going to continue. We're going to have a continuation to the downside on the dollar. Now we go down to a daily chart. You can see why are we chopping around? Why is the dollar not moving very much? And this is also, if you look over here, you can see this level taken out and come back in. This is telling me the market's going down. So you can see we have a level over here because this is where we had a big move, look, to the upside. Here's a level, big move to the upside that was taken out. So maybe this will, will come back to this level on the way if we market goes back up again. You can see all these other levels, this level, because we took out these lows. So the first move back, sellable. This level, because we took out these lows, so you can see this was sellable. And then we went sideways. The market over here went below the base, above the base, back into the base and below the base. And again, that's beyond the scope, but I've been working for over seven years on looking at bases, every single type of base. So I understand when I look at a base, which way it's going to break, if it's going to be a fake out, if it's going to continue and how, which direction to trade in. And again, that's a training I've been working on. I haven't released it yet but this year at some point, but it's seven years in the making. Okay. That's a long time looking at all the different types of, you know, like a scientist would do looking at every single base as it, as, and when, and understanding why they do what they do and how to, and how to look at the market as it's playing out and then do that to, to extrapolate. So basically you interpolate from Basically, as an undergraduate, I worked on a project to put mobile robots in outer space. On, um, and one of the professors that I was working under, his professor got a Nobel Prize for his contribution to neuroscience um, by the discovery of play cells. You can look him up. He's called John O'Keefe. He got a Nobel Prize in medicine, I think, in neuroscience for the discovery of play cells. So as an undergraduate, what I did was work with my supervisor who did his PhD underneath John O'Keefe. And I worked under a guy called Michael Retchie. And what we did was to model the hippocampus or the play cells in the, in the hippocampus to, um, to solve a problem of environment recognition and localization. Basically, we trained a mobile robot to understand which room it was in and where its location was in the room. What it had to do was learn the rooms. And then we put it randomly in one room, like blindfolded it and said, which room are you in? Took the blindfold and say, which room are you in? And what's your location in that room? And it got it pretty accurate. So that's an example of looking at data and interpolating and then extrapolating to new circumstances that you haven't been in before. That's what artificial intelligence was. And I was working with that in the late 90s, 1995 or mid 90s from 1995. That's what I worked on with a postdoctoral research team. And it's the same thing here. It's the same way our brains work. We look at data and we try to understand the interconnections between, and then we try to extrapolate because that's exactly what we have to do in the market because it hasn't played out yet. So we have to take our understanding of what's happened before and different patterns and then understand how they play out. So this is exactly what I did over here. So you can see what's most likely going to happen here. If we can say this is a level of supply here or the top of this kind of basing choppy area, the market's in a very tight range. If it can't get above here, the market, we're going to have a breakdown of the dollar. It's going to continue going to the downside. And at the moment, I think that's what's going to happen. OK, that's what the odds are at the moment. So we can only say and you can see today this is what's happening. You see this level of supply. The market shot up to here yesterday and then came down, and then we couldn't hold this level. So we came down, we shot up again, couldn't get back above here and then came back down again. So it's looking pretty. Now let's go over another one from today. Okay. So, and how this works. Now, again, if you, those of you who decide to take the next step will understand that the, the market here is bullish. The pound is bullish. Now look at what we saw today. And this is before it played out. And again, you can see how it played out now, but before it played out, when we started our trading room, this is what we saw. And this is what we saw. And let's go back. This was at 7 a.m. This closed. And now we're at 8 a.m. Eastern time. I said to my room, the market, if it breaks this area, which is highly likely, it's going up to this area. Now, what can you do in this area? You can sell and take it back down here. Yeah. So you could plan a trade, a break above here with a stop here to this target. And when it hits this area, take it back down again. How do I know this is going up? Because this is supply. This is an area. And notice it's hit it a number of times. So it's weakening it. So it's likely now it's going to break. So what we want to do is we don't want to take it. We don't want to buy into supply. You're going to wait for a pullback. So watch what happened. Market pulls back, 
gives you a beautiful entry anywhere down here. And then the next move is likely going to break this area. And this is the target. And it's quite a nice move. Now, let's see what happened. There we break. We're not selling until we get up here. That's the target because here's we have what we call tradable. Okay. Now, again, algorithms, no algorithms, technology, nothing's going to change this. Look what happens. We go up, we hit this area. And then what happens? We come back down again to where? To this area. And then what happens? We bounce back up again. These levels are known. This was drawn in already before this happened. So you know already the levels. You know you don't want to be a buyer here. What do most people do? They see the market running up and they hit the buy button here. And then it goes all the way down. And then they hit the sell button thinking, because this is red, a red bar, it's going down. And then it bounces back up again. And this is where we are now. We've gone back up again. Remember, it's a bullish market. Now, will it break this? Not the first time, just like it didn't break this area the first time. It's going to take at least two times. And then we may break. You see how we came back again two times to trade on the long side here, which was a better trade than taking the shorts. Easier to go in the direction the market's moving in, which is long. And you can see those levels ahead of time, not only on this time frame, on the four-hour chart. You see this level? This is demand. Once you can recognize that, what happens when price came down here yesterday? And look when it came down here again today, which was that trade from here to here. You can see, why are we stopping? Supply. You see that? Now, again, it doesn't matter what the market is. Now, if we go over here, you can see this is also demand on the daily chart because there's a pivot that took out the highs. It's a viable pullback. So what's likely going to happen here is if we close here today, tomorrow, or we may break this area. And if we do, where are we going? Well, we've got another level sitting over here. So if we break this level, there's your next level. So we know them ahead of time and then here and then here. So we've got them all mapped out if the market's going up or down where those levels are. And again, if you're in an upward moving market, you're going to get a pullback from those supply levels and then a continuation to the next level until it doesn't do that. And then, you know, the market's doing something else. Just give me a yes in the chat area. Those of you here, does that make sense? <clears throat> okay, let's go back to dollar trade. <clears throat> so. This is a counter trend trade, okay? Because look what's happening. Market's moving up from these levels. This is an uptrend, <clears throat> okay? Market's moving up. This is just a buyable pullback on the daily chart. And then a continuation. We broke this level today, okay? And we stopped in the next level, which was why I took a short on the counter trend, but enough room to get and enough reward to risk to take a trade here. Now, I was looking for a, a move maybe down to this level, but look where it stopped. I had this level marked ahead of time, okay? We do this on our weekly preparation session. Look where we stopped on top of this area. Look at where we stopped here. This was the basing and the move below and the move up, but look how we didn't break it until here. Pull back today, I, I got this short. This is what I, I traded it short before this bar had formed. Yeah, remember, we go back again. This is a four-hour chart. And this is what the four-hour chart looked like when I took the trade. You see that? It wasn't or it wasn't going down yet. You see that? It wasn't going down. So we close that and then you see what happened. But it this was my first target area and exactly got there. I had a second target area, which once I saw it wasn't going anymore, I just got out. So, you know, you never know it. I was I was looking for it to go down to 7055, a bit lower down into this area, but no, it didn't. It turned. So understanding where your targets are. If you don't know where your target is, you can't take a trade because how do you manage your risk if you don't know where your first target level is? Where do you get when do you get out of trades? Do you just sort of look at your PL and if you're up enough, then you get out? <laughs> you have to have a plan, a way of attacking the market so you have consistency. Once you've got consistency, you know, and you know what your batting average is per strategy, and you'd only need one strategy that's gonna, you know, make you money consistently and be good at one strategy and do the same thing every day. If you're a day trader, you want to have a strategy that gives you a setup at least once a day when you're trading. You only need one or two trades a day. And then, you know, say you had one winner and you made two R on your winner and you lost one and you lost one R. So you're at one R. If you're risking 1% of your account, you're at 1%. You do 1% a day on average, you're going to do very well. Think about that. If you do 1% a day, yeah, at the end of the week, you've made 5%. At the end of the month, you made 20%. Every five months, you double your account. Just think about that. You don't need to take many trades. Most traders are over trading. You need to be precise in what you're taking. You don't need to stare at the charts all day long. I trade about two hours a day. That's it. And not at the same time, one hour and one hour, something like that. I trade the year for something to happen. And then I take the trade. It doesn't require too much time, but you have to, you know, have to know what you're doing, whether you're going with the trend, against the trend, 
where the levels are. You can see these levels marked out. You can see when this market bounced back, there was a, there's a level here. So when it bounced back, if you were a scalper, you could take this back down again. You see from this level, but ultimately it's going to probably break this level. And understanding why I took this trade is because of this. Notice the symmetry. You see this bar and this bar. You see on the way up, you get green, 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 red, and then green, reversal bar. Red, green, red, 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 red. It's almost the same. They go up and down, just the opposite color. Markets do that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I do time my entries. I look at other factors as, as well. But you, I mean, for example, if I'm buying the euro, I'm going to be looking at the dollar to see that, you know, if I'm buying the euro in demand, I've got to make sure that the dollar's moving down from supply. If I'm buying the euro in demand and the dollar's hitting demand as well, it, not a good idea. So, and again, look at these levels. I mean, this is just what's happened now on the euro. Look at this. Here's a level marked out. Look at where we, look at where this market came from and to and bounced back. This is just, I mean, this is today, knowing those levels ahead of time. Why did the market move up from here? Well, if you go up a bigger time frame on the four hour chart, this is demand. Why is it demand? Because this is a pivot and this moved above this one. Significant pivot. So the move down here is viable. Why did this stop? Supply. Look at, you see, it's a level. We've got levels in the market and they work where they are. That's the beauty of supply and demand. It even works, I mean, it works on every time frame. Look at the weekly chart. Look at this level we had drawn and look at where the market dipped and stopped and bounced from. These are big, big moves, okay? Now, let's, let's do the same thing. Let's go on to, I mean, we can look at any market you like. Let's, let's have a look at, let's look at the E-minis. S&P 500, what is going on here? Now, go onto a daily chart. This is demand. So look what happens. I mean, let's go back in time. We move up. See, we have a pivot here that moved above there. We're moving to the upside. Okay. Where are we going to? Well, to this area, to supply. Yeah. So let's see what happens when we get there. You look left. This is where we drop from. That's where the market's dropping. So where do we want to buy? Demand. Upward moving market, pull back to demand. Once you know that is, we buy. So look what happens. Market turns around. Where's it going? Above this area into the next level. Why? Because you expect to make a higher high in a moving market. Yeah. So watch what happens. We go up. Why do we stop here? Supply. We know ahead of time what the market, you can plan out ahead of time what's happening and what you're going to do. You just need a strategy to take advantage of that. Why does the market go down and then go back up again? Because it's supply, but it's a bullish market. Yeah. So you can see today was a move down. And if you look on the smaller time frames, you can see exactly what it, what it did. And once you understand this, you never buy into these areas. What usually happens is it peaky boos below. You see that because everyone else buys here and this is where they get stopped out. And this is where the institutional buy orders are sitting and they take it back up again. Bullish market. Yeah. So don't buy because in this level, this is not demand in a way that you want to buy when you're moving in the downward moving market here intraday, yeah? What you want to do is wait for it to take out this level and then look for an entry to buy. You want to do the opposite of everything. You asked me a question about CCI. It's just, I used to use it and I use it for a certain type of trading, maybe 1% of the time. I almost don't, I mean, almost don't need it. I just have it on there because um, I've always had it on my charts. I took away indicators many, many years ago. I used to trade with moving averages and way back when, uh, moving averages and other a few other, I tried all different types of indicators. And then the most exhilarating thing happened when I took everything off. I don't really focus on that, but it's just there because I got used to looking at the charts with it on. And I do use it for a certain type of base trading. I have one strategy where I actually, that I, do, I can trade it without it, but it helps. It helps kind of pinpoint the timing so I know exactly when the market's going to break out. Okay, so let's look at one more market. Let's look at Bitcoin. As Bitcoin futures, so again, we've called almost every single move of this market. Now you can see again where the market's turning. These levels are ahead of time. Why did the market stop here? Because we have, if we look left, we have supply here. Yeah, you see, we went above this area. We've taken out this area. We can probably remove that now. And we just hit the level above. You see this? You see this big bar down? The market's moving up here. And it tried to go up. You see over it. Let's zoom in here. You see it tried to go up and failed. This is supply. So look at what happened when the market get back to, got back to this level. You see, that's today. Today and yesterday, the market dropped. You don't want to be a buyer up here. And you can see when we take out this level, which we, we, we stopped here, pulled back, took out this level. Where's the next level? Up here. We did take out this level as well. And notice also this base. To go down, what did it do? It went up first, faked everyone out. 
Again, understanding how to do that, understanding where those levels are, understanding when trends are broken, understanding where the market's going to and where you should be in on the buy side and where you should be on the sell side. You can see where we are now as well. We're also into supply here. And you can see these levels. We broke this level. So we went down. We didn't quite get further down. I mean, I was expecting maybe we go further down, but you can see the move down lost momentum a bit. And now we've had this month is a, a big move to the upside, which may continue. If we take out this level, then we got this level and then this level, and then maybe the highs. That's how it works. On the way down, look at where we stopped. We stopped in this level, bounce, but we're not in an upward moving market anymore. So when we bounce, we bounce and go lower. Notice this move and this move, almost the same. Market's very symmetrical. And this move, this move, this move, and this, all the down moves, these big three bars down, they're all this, pretty much the same. Symmetrical, and there's a reason for that. I'm not going to go into that now. Once you know that, you can use it to your advantage as a trader. So, what's likely to happen? Well, we talked about the odds on the dollar is probably if it can't take out, and the longer we spend basing down here, we may have another run to the upside if we hold this area, but we've got to take out, we said before, this level above. If we don't, we're going lower. And the longer we spend here, the more the odds are that we're going lower. Okay. So, we may get continuation to the upside. That's what it looks like now. I want to just share with you, because this is, you know, really, really amazing. I'm kind of, as I said before, the last stop shop for many people that have tried many other methodologies and realized, hey, this is not working for me. So if you're the sort of person that wants to build your own, once you've got a framework, as we said before, and build your own strategy, and then trade your own strategy that you developed, how, isn't that better? You did it. It's yours. You know how it works. You built it from the ground up. Wouldn't you have confidence trading something that you built yourself within the framework that should work? That gives you an edge. And again, there's many different ways to do this. You can trade on the hourly chart. Again, you can go down and trade on a five-minute chart. You can watch, watch if you know how to do, read trends. You know how to, you know when to be on the buy side. Say you're waiting to buy and this is going down. You wait for the trend to change. Here, now you're on the buy side and you take this move. It's very simple once you know how to do it, okay? And if you do it in the right location and you understand where it's going from and where it's going to, that makes it even better. You can manage risk. It's the trade, manage yourself. So let me tell you a, a trader success story. So this is Jane. It came to me about five years ago, and she came with almost no knowledge, virtually no knowledge, no, not even how to read a candlestick. And basically, this is proof that no prior knowledge, sometimes better. People think you need to have loads of knowledge. Sometimes the, the right knowledge is better than overwhelming knowledge. I mean, the problem we have nowadays, we have so much information, we're overloaded, and what you need is the right information and the right amount of it, not too much. You don't want to spend, you know, you see people, you know, selling courses online and trading saying, oh, this is 10,000 hours of, who's going to watch 10,000 hours? Give me two hours, an hour, five hours, 10 hours, you know, a complete course. 2,000 hours, are you going to watch 2,000 hours before you start learning how, I mean, trading, you need to do it, but you need to learn what to do. Isn't it good to, you know, isn't less more? When it comes to looking at charts. So she came to me, and this is a beautiful story here. Beginner to consistent profits in, in three months and has been consistently profitable ever since. Developed her own methodology and style of trading, the NASDAQ at the cash open, and now has her own course that's teaching traders. And we have quite a, a number of traders. We've run this course a couple of times. We started at the beginning of, beginning of last year, beginning of 2022. For the first time, we launched it in January. And we now have successful traders through that program. This is the second generation or third generation, actually, because I taught Jane. Jane developed her own methodology, which is very specific to how to trade the NASDAQ. We got very good at learning the NASDAQ based on having a framework for reading the market, added a few other things, developed her own methodology, and now has taught that to a group of people. So this is what she said about the initial training. All I can say to anyone who wants to consistently profit, just do it. That training turned my whole trading around from that day on. My trading has been so consistent, it's really mind-blowing. Once you understand the levels and can read the trend, you will beat the market every single day. However, the key is follow the pivot analysis, use demand and supply levels, and adapt it to your own trading style. Be very disciplined. Don't be greedy. Stop when you've made your daily profit, and you will turn losing trades into winning consistently day in, day out. Simon's training can be adapted to any market. I mainly trade the NQ. I use my own strategy based on Simon's education. I found the best thing was knowing what you are doing gives you confidence in your trades and the fear of losing was gone. Trading had become a lifestyle, no longer a binary gamble or a nervous hope job. Believe me, it's the best to succeed with. Now you can read a few others. Um, this is 
worth reading. Having been duped in the past to purchase useless courses, I've been reluctant to take the plunge, having seen Jane trade and indeed having spoken with you. I was satisfied I was dealing with genuine people and not the charlatans who dominate the online educational space. I was not disappointed. That was far and away the best online training education I've ever experienced. My congratulations to both of you on the course and your sincere efforts to advance your members' trading skills. Now, remember, the best investment you can make in life is in yourself. As Jim Rohn said, for things to change, you have to change. If you sit on the sidelines and take this information that I've shared with you and do nothing with it, it was a waste of time, a waste of your time. If you take the information that I've shared with, even if you don't do anything else with it, and you put it into practice and start investigating it, if it could work for you, then that's how you move forward in life. You take action for things to get better. You have to get better. And I think it was Warren Buffett who said that, you know, the best investment you can make is not, you know, the best investment you can make is in yourself. Yeah. This is the best investment you can make in life. Because if you become a better person, no matter what the economy is doing, no matter what's happening outside, if you have skills that you can make a, you know, you can go to the market and, 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 make money like an ATM, like the market's a big ATM machine. And you can start small and build it from there. Prove to yourself that you can do it. Don't focus on the money, focus on the process. Become the person you need to be to be successful, but let your knowledge need to action. So you've shared with, I've shared with you here a simple and powerful approach to reading the market that will stand the test of time that will go, th- you know, it doesn't matter what technology is doing, take it a step further, take action and learn how to read the trend. As I said before, this is the first training that you need to learn, usually if you're becoming a price action trader using pivot analysis. And this is the benefits of trading the direction of the trend. The trend is your friend until the bend in the end. Know when the trend begins and ends and make sure you're never fighting trend. Make sure you're on the right side of the market and develop a profitable trading strategy or enhance a an existing trading strategy. So here's my offer to everyone here. Yeah. You join my how to read the trend trading training session and trading room. This is what you're going to learn exactly how to identify the current trend of the market to analyze the trend in multiple timeframes, exactly when the trend begins and ends, how this knowledge will dramatically affect your bottom line. You're going to be learning by watching us also in the live trading room, analyze and trade live markets in real time. And we're pretty accurate. You can come into the trading room and you will see, you'll write down what we say. If the market does this, then this is where it's likely to go. If the market does that, then this is like, and then go and watch the market and see it play out in one of those directions. Once you have a plan for either direction, then you, you're ready, prepared, no matter what the market does. It's either going to go up or go down. If it goes sideways, it's not too interesting. So you're having a plan ahead of time. If it breaks this level, like I said on the pound, then it's going up to this level because you know that ahead of time. And if it breaks that level, this is the next level. How do I get into trade? Buy on a pullback. At which level? How am I going to get in? These are all things that you can do once you understand. And again, this is what people are saying. Simon, this is phenomenal. I've been trading, studying for three years. Sadly, it's all been the wrong process. I've wasted tons of money, time, and effort. I've actively deleted all those programs, indicators, and now completely focus on what I've learned from your program. It's the only real way to trade, and it makes complete sense. He is now a consistently profitable trader. And you can read what Tom wrote over here as well, and Matt. And again, just a quick recap of what you're going to get in the training. It's about an hour and a half. It's $497 now. It's on demand. You can watch it as many times as you want. You get personal access to me. You can ask me any questions. Do you finish watching the session? But more importantly, you get one month access to the live trading room. It's $497 a month. It's 24-7. You can connect with other traders. You can trade with them if you wish and share your screen and chat at the same time. Speak to them, video chat, share screens, whatever you want. It's a community. This is an example of our community where you can. And again, this is the offer. Um, I've got to show with you how to get the actual link to join. But basically, the regular price is 994. It's two days from now, the deadline. You're going to get $497 off. And this is basically the link that you need to go to is tradesmartforex.com with the number four forward slash promo. And this is again what you get. How to read the trend is $497. One month in the live trading room is also $497. That's the monthly subscription. It's 994 together. Today you pay 497. And that is it. I'll just show you quickly what it looks like. Questions, you can type them here. You get my website. You'll as soon as you join, you'll get sent your login credentials. You can click here to get into the members area. This is how you sign up. This is the checkout form over here. Then you come over here and this is the trading room and education and training. This is where you pick up over here. The um, This is a live trading room. So you can see the live trading room. All the sessions are recorded that you can catch them here. 
if you can't make it live. And this is how to read the trend. And I said over here, this is the start of it. So now I'm 40 minutes, basically. So again, watch this. Jane went through this training, just so you know, 50 times. You don't need to do it 50 times, but you have to do it a few times because every time you go through it, you'll pick up new things. You're changing and growing and you'll understand it more. Again, if you have any questions, you can send me an email to simon at tracemontforex.com. David, thank you so much. It's great to be here. And if anyone, again, I hope what I've shared with you today was worth your time. And if you're watching the replay, uh, watching the YouTube video later on, then I hope this was a good use of your time. It gives you something to think about. If you're ready to take the next step, take action, make 2023 the best year ever, get on the right track. If what you're doing so far has not been working for you, it's time to make a change. Don't keep trying to do it the same way and expect different results. That's not going to happen. What you need to do is you need to change. You need to make a change and then assess your results based on that change. If it's going in the right direction, keep going in that way. That's how you do it. So I want to take this opportunity and say a huge thank you to all of you. I have a YouTube channel. You can sign up over here. And um, we just look me up on YouTube. Just put Simon Klein Tradesmart or Simon Tradesmart. This is the link to join. I look forward to seeing those of you who have signed up in the Tradesmart live trading room. You're going to get the best training. I don't hold anything back. I reveal everything, everything I've learned. Think about it. Take almost 20 years of trading experience and condense that into what I share every day. You'll pick up a tremendous amount. You'll learn to navigate every single market. There's no market I don't know how to trade. There's no market I haven't seen. I've seen it all, okay? I've seen everything that a market can do many times. So I'm experienced that that's what experience is. So I can share that with you and point it out before it happens so you can be well prepared. Preparation equals confidence. Confidence equals better results. So thank you very much, everyone. Frank's saying, thanks, impressive. Thank you. Great. David, thanks a lot again for being here. And again, I'm on a mission to help traders succeed. If you have another source of income, you have your main job, and you can make trading another source of income for yourself on the side as you keep your main job, then you never, ever have to worry about, you know, if you get good at it and succeed, you'll never have to worry about being employed or anything else ever again. I left Credit Suisse in 1999, 2000, I've never looked back. That was 20, almost 23 years ago. So thanks a lot, everyone. And I look forward to helping you on your trading journey and seeing you in the live trading room. Come and join our trading community, our growing trading community. It's a wonderful community of supportive traders just like you. And you'll have everyone from successful traders to starting beginning traders to people that have traded many years that are not yet there, but they're on their way. A support group so you can be there and get the support you need. Okay.